Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Chris O'Connor, and I'm pretty sure I'm on YouTube as both I Can't See You and Chris O'Connor, and I can't remember which videos I have under which one. Not that it matters, because I'm never going to get a $100 payment from Google again ever, so whatever. (laughs) This is... mm, mm, I was like, two YouTube channels? Yeah, oops. (laughs) Oops. He's just grabbing all the monikers that he can get, you know? He's just grabbing... why not? Oops. Well, one's and, a legal and name, and then one's one a dirty of a, One of them might even be Tenshi Risu. That might be. It might be. <laughs> so now you have a third squirrel. one. I do. Yeah, I have. I've got. Where you record all the videos of you fighting nerds across the country? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, one of those. My older one from college. Uh, well, from slightly post college, does include videos of me fighting people from across the country. Yeah. All right. You could you could start burning those on CDs and selling them like skate videos. Send them, send a couple to me. Let me. I'll do the box art. <laughs> um, I I literally got one from a friend. Uh, like we we had a thing that we we fought in his front yard, and uh, he sent it out on like he burned CDRs and like used a sharpie to like paint on the on the CD for us. That's amazing. <laughs> it's not I, that amazing. I was I, well, expecting something totally different going into that. <laughs> I I don't know. That to me, so, something about that. I guess because we come from that era as well. Like maybe that sounds nostalgic, but that sounds like, I guess like the days of going on E-Bombs World or you yeah know, w- yeah absolutely. actually buying skate videos on on DVDs that were burned like and and it would just be skateboarding with like someone's mixtape. Yeah, that, on it. that friend, I, I did his little sort of uh, backyard wrestling thing a couple times uh, for fun. Um, and then a friend of mine later from Bullshito.net cut that video together with some other video and made a highlight reel of me. So I, I have a highlight reel. You have a highlight reel. There you go. I have, I have a highlight reel. And you just make it your intro on your YouTube channel. When people visit <laughs> any of your channels, it's the same, it's the same highlight reel. Yeah, there you it, go. And, and and for the music he used uh, from the uh, the Daredevil uh, soundtrack, you know, the movie from like two thousand three, starring Ben Affleck, who plays Batman yep. in this very minute. Yep, there you go. I think he after the Daredevil movie, like you know, was the fiasco that it was. He's like, I'm never doing a superhero movie again. And then it's like, well, will you do Batman for this many million dollars? <laughs> yes, yes. And then after all the carnage he went through after batman v superman said yes a couple more times yeah and then starting the flash and he said yes to that too so yeah he did he did he said yes to aquaman too as well have you guys talked about like um uh, some of the sort of rumored like versions of what his batman movie would have been oh yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, we we i mean we'll talk more about it when we see deathstroke towards the end of this movie as well yeah Uh There was there was that one rumor about like how he would be like the movie would be him like getting sent to Arkham and having to fight his way out like sort of a like movie version of the Arkham City you know the the Goth uh, Arkham yeah. game like Raid which, Redemption mm-hmm. kind of thing ah, that would have been really cool that would have been really cool that would have been yeah. sweet they need to make oh, like well. a Raid Redemption it's, Batman like, movie that writes itself as, 
as as much as as much as Ben Affleck has had his problems and like you know you you know we we deal with uh, the Affleck of it all. I like that guy. I you know I like I him too. I like a him a more, lot. I think he gets a little more grief than he deserves. <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> it's uh, I think he's gra- I think he leans into it too. Where it's like, yeah, dude, a like, bit, like, a bit. You like you know. see those you, you see those paparazzi it. photos of him like picking up Dunkin' Donuts it's and he's just like favorites. oh miserable. I love Ugh. it. I love it. <laughs> it's I like you're not it. miserable. You're taking those frappuccinos home to Jennifer Lopez. Right? You're not yeah. miserable at all. <laughs> you got Jenny at your house. Like what do you look at what you wake up to, my guy? I mean, you're living <laughs> before life. that it was Anna Darmus too. Just, yeah. Yeah. But um it's it, he um as much as the Batman like Ben Affleck's version would have been great to see. Uh, and then you look at what you got with Matt Reeves, and it's like, oh, wow. That was very uh, good, too. Maybe very we're good. in the wrong timeline, but that movie sure is good. Yeah, I cannot really complain. Good movie. I really liked it. Yeah. So it, it is quite fantastic. Um, Nate, go ahead. Take take it away. Yeah, that, by all, well, I am, you know, I'm one to... The minute in choose, question. And... <laughs> choose tangents over the minute. But, hey, today we're going to be talking about minute number... 154 and this minute is going to start out with uh cyborg setting the mother box down after he just took it out of its uh yeah like i mean like dwight howard that thing right now um (laughs) and he's setting it down on the table um taking it out of its nicely uh crafted pc case a la silas stone Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. this minute is going to end with uh the flash saying he may be able to jumpstart the genesis chamber um, because Motorcycle Man doesn't understand science words. God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. you, you know, it, it's it's one thing as well when in the beginning of this minute when they when he picks up the mother box and we look at the flash. He, does he? He looks like he's hungry, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's tired. He's it whole, seems he's like snacking. something was supposed to be hole. like just another it's two minutes hole. of like a okay, I can do this, but like I need. I need a pizza. I need like three, three <laughs> yes. pizzas right now. So like, let me go. I'm going to pop into Rome real quick and I'll be right back. And he'll that get like one... authentic, but you know what I mean? He's the, the focaccia. Yeah. And he's is, got that it. That is one thing I think they did really well in this movie is like his little bit of being like, I'm a, I'm a snack hole. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I just need to eat. And just like him munching on things. And when he's not munching on things, it looks like he wants to munch on things. I'm like that's, that was pretty good. That was well done. As we, I, like I said it a lot, and I will continue to say it. Ezra Miller does a really good job at this character that they're portraying on screen <laughs> a lot, often, I think. Um, but this is, in this minute particularly, I did want to talk about it. So thank you, Chris, for bringing it up so early. The, I have always noticed the Flash holding his stomach like he is starving right now. And yeah. it is 100% because he is, his metabolism is like, we're on empty, dude. Running on empty. You know, you get, oh, God, now we're going to have to pay somebody. That, um, so, so, like, I always kind of thought that there was something supposed to be here. And that whole pizza comment, like, as jokey as it would be, oh, why wasn't there something where he ran to Rome for an authentic <laughs> pizza and, and came back? <laughs> We we just talked about it. it's just it's shy of the five Could've. hour assembly cut. I don't think you want that. Yeah. I would have wanted I'm that. Sure, I would have sure wanted like that. a slightly different version of the scene where he saves uh, what's her face and like apart from pocketing some hot dogs, he also eats some. Um, but uh, you guys have 
I, I assume that on the pod, you guys have taken some time to talk about the Flash movie that has long since come out, right? Yeah, I, I had the, I think we I talked. The, I think we had a whole episode about it. I had a, I okay, had the, okay, I had the sense. displeasure of, of having that conversation with Scott Corelli. So, yes, yeah. we have recorded that. We did do an yeah. episode about the Flash. So, yeah, uh, as, as much as the Flash seems to, you know, as, as long as, as much as Ezra Miller seems to have done an okay job as the Flash here. Oh, that movie. Oh, wow. That movie as a whole was Woof. not good. Did yeah. Ezra Miller go? Stephen King lied set? to me. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> what does Stephen King know about story? There was so much uh, <laughs> just leading up to that movie that now in hindsight, and I think that's what it was. Like That was what was so depressing talking about it with Scott Corelli was like there was so much hype around that movie and then seeing yeah. the movie and then like it's like a wave of like PTSD like they, trauma they were, that like hits you. They were you. trying hard and, and I, then it was just like realizing things. That happened with 2017's like, Justice League where it felt I, the same way. I have to hope, I have to believe that Stephen King somewhere has like a Lamborghini that came from like WBDC marketing and he's just like that tweet was worth it and I'm mm -hmm. like cool because I just I can't I cannot believe that Stephen King watched that movie and was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. It'll be the next Stephen King adapted film or TV show that then has like the Warner Brothers title card and you go, oh, that's why. Like, who's Stephen King's favorite superhero? How many superhero know. stories has Stephen King ingested? Does he I know, know character archetypes for superheroes? I... I'm not saying that Stephen King is by any means a dim person. He, he has However, to have... I watched he the same to. movie he did. <laughs> yeah. He has to have written for Marvel or DC at some point, right? At least I Ghost, know, right? I know Marvel has has done adaptations of like The Dark Tower yeah. and some of his other stories. I know that adapt comic book adaptations have been done of his stuff, but he has to have at some point. Like J. Michael Straczynski wrote for Spider-Man. Like I, I hated yeah. it. Like I don't yeah. like what yeah, J. Michael like Straczynski his... did. Mm -hmm. But like other writers have like you know that have gotten famous on other things have come in to do to give a comic books yeah. and and like Stephen King has to have done superheroes at some point right I oh don't yeah know. like what Most do you definitely. what uh, I, somewhere I just, maybe it's I'll Google it later yeah yeah uh, and and just for all you listeners at home uh you know I mentioned earlier in the week about how I watched this movie with a few fingers of whiskey every night over like three nights you're getting the authentic experience for the next two minutes I have myself <laughs> three fingers of Irish whiskey <laughs> there you go I wish I could join you there right now but I'm I'm having tea now I shouldn't be tea. drinking caffeine but I but I am. <laughs> Sorry uh, to have you drinking caffeine this late, and oh, thank no, you for all. your for for the consideration. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, and then we have we have the mother boxes here is uh, is being prepped for for surgery. Uh, mother, we have, <laughs> we have Victor who's who's uh, jacking into this uh, <laughs> Kryptonian terminal here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then, making, uh, and then you. <laughs> Making that robot voice stutter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a portion. Victor. <laughs> Carlo Gugino, the voice of uh, the scout ship. Good yeah. voice. Good voice. Yeah. Uh, another Zack Zack Snyder appearance. I guess I guess that's that counts, right? She's in she's in these movies. If yeah. Yep. So 
She nice was uh, was she Silk Spectre in the uh, the the the, mm-hmm. the yeah, first one? Yeah. Yep. yep. And then she was also um, psychiatrist in in Sucker Punch as well. Right. Sucker yeah. Punch. Yep. And uh, oh, that movie. Yeah, that's another movie, right? That's a, oh. it's it's <laughs> Zack Snyder movies. They they really They're zany. Uh, they are they're really uh, polarizing, aren't they? Very. Yeah. Um, but that's got sticks in it. Very so, visually yeah. appealing. No matter no matter what else they may be, he 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 definitely can can make a shot. Like it, yeah. it's some cool stuff. And I think that's the difference. Um, a lot of times when we talk about a Zack Snyder movie, and then more recently with these DC films. Um, and we'll probably see it with Rebel Moon as well. Is that they will be? Oh, that re- looks gorgeous. Yeah, right. And, and that's the gorgeous. thing. What you just said—it looks gorgeous. And what you said a couple seconds ago—he knows how to make a shot. Like, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's baffling where you're just like, "Dang, you're you had you your imagination I, must have been fucking awesome when you were a yeah, kid." Yeah, his like, his. His uh, visual, his visual creativity is just amazing. I love like shots in Three Hundred, mm. Watchmen, Sucker Punch, like all the problems Sucker Punch has. Like it's pretty, um, you know, I mean, it, it's pretty on several levels. Um, but and like this is pretty. Uh, Man of Steel is pretty. Like the, he does, he at, like even that um, the the Army of the Damned or Army of the Dead, whatever, yeah. the, the Netflix zombie movie had just gorgeous stuff in it and and it uh, it's so it's so pretty and at the same time like sometimes like when he sort of writes this stuff or like is the writer or producer like you know sort of like when it's thoroughly his vision there's stuff in there that like I'm like okay that's cool but then there's some other stuff in there where I'm like no <laughs> damn it <laughs> I I would like to see Zack Snyder uh like direct and sort of adapt some other people's stuff a little more. I, I just, yeah, anyway, whatever. Like 300 and Watchmen, great stuff. But then like when he gets to sort of be more in control of it, some of it is good. And then some of it is just like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, I, um, I, th- I feel that way about S- Sucker Punch um, for about like 60% of that movie. Um, yeah. And then the other percentage of that movie, I'm constantly thinking, man, I wish this was a video game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like these these are incredible set pieces. This is like really good concept art. Like I want but then like narratively mm-hmm. what's actually happening. It's like, I don't know if this works. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of at, at some points it kind of loses that like um, storytelling aspect that would normally be present in a comic book when you're seeing these really beautiful uh, you know, drawn out pages and, and splash panels and everything like that, where, um, you know, and especially for things like that, you, the dialogue can be lacking in some ways. But in these kind of exposition kind of heavy moments in movies and, and whatnot here, um, you can't just get away with uh, with cool looking concept art and shots. You know what I mean? Um, this minute, a little bit later on in the minute, um, I, I made a joke about it before, but uh, I do get a little nitpicky of the whole um aquaman you know prompting cyborg to 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 speak in english terms where (laughs) 
He did speak in English terms. He it did. Was very clear. E- everything it he said was, was super uh, clear. You know, everything he said was on point. Like it wasn't basic hard to stuff. I got it. There was a whole news basic. thing about what happened at that scout ship. Like I get I'm it. Not you know that what smart. I mean? And it was basic stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like that whole bit just seems like well that dialogue seemed a little flat. in english yeah <laughs> it's it's like okay you don't really need my to man hold my hand i don't know if you need to hold the rest of the audience's hands that much but you don't need to hold my hand that much i um, guess but yeah anyway um during this minute before that happens we do get a cut of lois lane um now getting out of coffee. her yeah out of out of her apartment um and getting coffee to which her ritual, yeah, the daily ritual that we've been seeing her doing, going to Heroes Park and, and giving the coffee to a old old Jimmy Olsen cop guy, um, and uh, is that like on his name tag or something? He was an at, he played Jimmy Olsen in something. I can't oh, remember. If I was okay. better at okay. my job, I would right, have the right. note like from by his age. Ago with, in front of me. I bet he was Jimmy Olsen in the Lois and Clark show. That would be that my sounds guess. right. Um, that would be my guess. <laughs> That's because I think right. um I think on low on the Lois and Clark show from the nineties, I think Ma and Pa Kent were played by Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, who who did it like in the fifties or was it forties? Whatever. The the really old The old show, old Superman. The really show? old okay. Superman show where Ben Affleck played the actor who was that that Superman. Wow. Yeah. Wow, memory lane. Hashtag um, it's all connected. It's all connected, really, very much so. Um, but Lois is out here getting coffee, to which we could only presume is happening um, simultaneously yes, as the yes. League is at the scout ship. Um, and one thing I really like to go back to is pointing out Lois Lane's superpower. And that is Lois Lane, Pulitzer Prize winning reporter, always being at the right place at the right yeah. time. Um, and this just kind of... Written. Yeah. Real, real on the nose with this one, because um, why did she? Why tonight of all nights did she wake up from her slumber at God knows what oh. hour to to take a pregnancy test to to realize Although, ah I got to start my day now. You know, as much as Lois, as much as Lois Lane's sort of plot armor superpower is to be in the right place at the right time, and she's always there for the story. Right. In this instance, they actually set it up, and it makes sense. She's been going there every day, so if she's going there every day, then of course the day they bring him back, she'll be there. Right. So unlike other instances in Superman stories where it's like, wow, Lois just happens to be where the terrorists with the nuclear bomb at the Eiffel Tower are. Yeah. But in this instance, this is just where she goes and the story comes to her. Right. She's also not working. She hasn't been to work at the Daily Planet since the death of. Yeah. And, and I assume she's not going to write a story about this. Exactly. Like, you know, she's been held up in her multi-billion dollar fort up there with a nice bathtub just soaking it all up, you know? No, there's a there's a big difference. But she's she's doing well, but she's not a billionaire. That's not a bil- that's not a billionaire's apartment. Pump the, pump like, the brakes. You're guys, right. I'm in the wrong tax bracket to be come making on. assumptions. Like, I, I, I know I know rich is rich, but 
There's a big difference between that apartment and a multi-billionaire's If she place. was making multi-billion dollars, what do you think the apartment would? It would be higher up, right? Top level? No no <laughs> journalist is making billions of dollars. <laughs> In our fictional world, they can, you know? Fair is fair, okay? <laughs> um, but yeah, so so Lois is is actually out getting coffee um, and heading to the scout ship. Um, to which we cut back to the scout ship, and Cyborg gives us a little bit of an explanation on uh, why what they're trying to do isn't able to work. And you know what? They got no oh, power. No. Battery's dead. Oh no! Yeah. There's no way we could possibly fix this. This thing's uh-huh. got no juice. We got no juice, baby. We have no way of we, conducting any we, sort of electricity. We couldn't just have, like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman do a treadmill. No. like and, and <laughs> <laughs> Just some sort of, like, you know, create some, some other form of static electricity. I mean, I just, you know. <laughs> Anything. You, you couldn't... I mean, the Flash can do it, cool, but the others can also do it. They they have an incredible amount, an absurd amount of force that they could convert into electrical energy. Yeah, I'm sure there's multiple ways that they, even you know Wonder Woman probably oh, like, has like some her, sort of her Wonder Woman like bracer yeah. thing. She could like just bracer <laughs> blast it. Exactly, she's got some sort of you know potential energy left in those babies. She could bam. Give it a little spark. Um, is this is this before or after she saw the Bruce Wayne solar br- bracer um, like that Alfred was uh, before, working on? Uh, no, okay, so this is after she saw the gauntlets that when they the were being worked that, on. Okay, okay. And okay. then, you know, before they actually it's saw hard, them in it's practice. It's hard to keep track. It's right. hard to keep track. Absolutely. Um, you know, not to mention that uh, I, I guess maybe the mother box can't just, you know, so like jumpstart you know, the th- ship in general. They've, they've got like three gauntlets there where they could just be they could like hold them up and just be like, "Okay, Arthur, punch these really hard." <laughs> or or whatever sort of magical properties your staff has or your trident has, yeah, you know, like the tri- magic Who knows magic? what the trident can do? Exactly. <laughs> the power to hold it. Oh wait, no, that was the It's the not wrong trident. What what is it actually called? Because it's a five-pointed thing, so it's not actually a trident. It, is 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 it a quident? A quident? Quindent. What would the actual a quindent? But it's technically term? still a trident. It just has pincers. Really? Because it's like a class of weapon. Yeah, like it's 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 like a trident with added features. A lot of people said that's a very snack, okay. Zack Snyder thing to do. Is that he made a trident more extra by giving it extra. <laughs> Uh, pincers, <laughs> but trident is three teeth. So, but then these are. It's like, well, I guess that'd be like teeth. Like, there are some teeth that are not teeth. Anyways, five of them. There's five. So quite whatever. One, two, three, four, five. You just want to say trident because somehow that's associated with like Neptune and the god of the seas mm-hmm. and like ancient uh, mythology of the Mer people. Which yeah, I think buzzwords. I, I think Jeff Johns and New Fifty Two Aquaman. Had a quindent as well, technically, mm. right? When we think I, of yeah. when we think of New Fifty Two Aquaman, up uh, someone find the cover. He's got his trident has five. I wonder that there's like a, a whole class of like Roman gladiator where I can't remember what the name of the the class is, but it's like a, a specific kind where they would fight with a net and a trident, 
and I imagine that some of those guys had to have tridents that were extra because, you know, mm-hmm. it was the, the Roman games. And if you're going to kill people and die for sport, you might as well be extra. <laughs> uh, so there, there must be like an actual technical term for a weapon that's like a five-pointed spear. Yeah, like a prong thing, you know? No, it's pretty cool. I, I've never heard of that, but like to fight with a net and a, a like a spear or a trident. Yeah, there, there's... I they do it in Gladiator. I'm 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 blank. Yeah, in Gladiator, it's a thing that you see. It's in um, Spartacus, Blood and Sand. But oh, like yeah. just historically, as a matter of, of fact, for the gladiators and the schools of gladiators that they would train in, there were a whole sort of like sort of uh, set of different kinds of gladiators that had different weapon sets. And one of those weapon sets was a net and trident. And another one would be like a shield and the um, the 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 sword, uh, the the gladius, the gladius, yeah. the short sword, the leaf shaped blade. Um, so there was a short sword and shield. There was speed. There was the trident and net. Um, I think they had a specific particular term for gladiators who fought with bows. Um, and then. Um, uh, there was like a gladiator that had like a hammer or something. There's like a, a whole series of right. particular weapon sets, and those gladiators were known by a particular Yeah, name. it says here a retiarius. I don't know. The... Reti- retiarius. Yeah. Retiarius. You gotta you gotta say it with some confidence. <laughs> those, are like, way... those are like people. That's like how it. you do Latin. <laughs> you know, you look at the Latin word and you just say it with confidence. Don't don't that hesitate. Would... You might be wrong, but nobody actually speaks Latin, so just say that it would comments. not have worked for us when we did Wonder Woman Minute, and you had people with names like Menelipe and stuff like that, and it would have been like, no, it's not. Me- me- oh, there were so many. There were so yeah. many of them. We were just like, do not. Greek is harder than yeah, Latin. I have to look that one up. I think one of the things is Antiope is one of the names in that in that Wonder Woman movie that is said different ways by different actors, and it's like, oh, which one is it? Yeah. And Taipei, yeah, it's it. It's said it's said in different ways by different actors. And if you look at, because I think that's uh like a mythological name, mm-hmm. like it's a, a name in in yeah. mythology. And if you look at the way it's said in English as opposed to the way it's said in Greek, they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the, I uh, what I just saw like a whole series of videos on like TikTok about like how when you say the name of a country like. Like, you know, we say in English, we say Japan or China, but in Japan or China, you don't or like Germany, like in Germany, we say mm-hmm. G- Germany is Germany. But in Germany, they say it's in Deutschland Deutsch. in Germany and in Japan, they say it's Nihon and uh, in uh, China, it's uh, Zhongguo. So like each country has its own name for itself. But in each language, we have our own word for that country. Yeah. And it's weird that no like you know, in China, they they call America Meguo, like you know the golden country, mm. um, and and like every language has a different word for these other countries that have their own names. Uh, what was there's like a technical term for ah whatever. I'm, I'm I, lost I well to to relate it to to Greek and Roman as well. I mean, I think it's also fascinating our 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 very planet. You know, we have like Saturn and Neptune and Mars and all this stuff. But then we get to Earth and we don't call it like Gaia or Terra. Or Terra. You know, we just yeah. go Earth, and then the Moon is Moon. We don't, you know, we have names for Phobos. Like that, no, it's like no, that's Luna. It's Luna. And it's Sol. Some people like, they got yeah. names. They have names. But the we, Sun is Sol. Sol. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, and we don't ever call those things that. We call every everything else gets its name. How pretentious is that? Imagine when aliens but, come and be like, "Oh, you you got you're gonna park on the moon and be like, oh, what are dude, you talking? You one, you only when have they, one. Y'all are when the out. aliens get here, they're gonna be like, oh, the people of Zentrifax Far. Yeah, and that'll know. be cool. And I'm gonna get a tattoo <laughs> of whatever alien name they have for Earth on me. And or Zentrifax Three, we're the third planet from the sun, so they'll be whatever they call our star. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. let's be honest, they'll probably not actually have a proper name for it. It will probably be a number and then three. So we'll probably be like whatever their alien language for a number It'll is. Be like how Elon and Musk the number named for his three. kid, like, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> algebraic uh. numbers and, and letters. How many kids does Elon Musk have? Like, 13, like double digits, yeah, 14? like eleven or something. Jesus. Anyways, um, weirdo. <laughs> we'll tell aliens like, "Oh yeah, welcome to the Milky Way galaxy." And they're like, first of all, that name's stupid. Second of all, it's not your name. <laughs> Milky Way, ugh, mammals, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, all right, well, we're gonna wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. It really does help the show and it helps new listeners discover the show as well. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter at DCEU Minute. And if you'd like bonus content, we have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you here next time on DC Cinematic Minute.